This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Wave Podcast. It is November 6th, Election Day. Yay, we're here. And we are hoping for a big pink wave today. Um, a couple nights ago, I chatted with Des and Tracy about our expectations and hopes for today. So enjoy. Okay, so we're chatting, and it's Tracy, Des, and Kelly chatting a little bit pre-election about what we have going on. And I wanted to kind of start with um, Des. I know you've been working for Josh Welly, and I don't know if you did any um, volunteering this past weekend that you want to chat about. Um, so this weekend, I just went, I spent two hours phone banking. Uh, what was fun was um, when I parked my car to do it, I wish I could have done, it was the end of the marking period for me at school. So I was really, really swamped and I really actually hmm. wasn't going to do it. And then I said, you know, listen, it's Tuesday. It's now, I, I have to do it this weekend or I don't want to on Wednesday say, you know, I should have done more. So just, you know, I said I'd do two, two, two hours. And as I pulled into, there was about five locations all over the district. And I went to the one closest to my house. It was literally nine minutes away. Um, so when I showed up, um, all of a sudden, this guy runs across the parking lot and was like, Des, Des, let's, let's get a selfie. Let's get a selfie. And it was Josh. And, you know, as I was driving there, I kind of had like, um, you know, 538's not, our race doesn't look good. And as soon as I saw him, something completely 100% shifted. Uh, I was like, you know what? I, I think we're going to win this. I think it's going to be a crazy, one of those crazy things that happens. Um like 2016, where we're not expected to win. And I think something weird is going to happen in New Jersey. So I hope it's us. I'm taking the day off on Tuesday. So I'm going to go, I'm going to knock on doors. I'm going to, you know, call as many people as I can all day. And who knows? Who knows? That's awesome. And I think you are right. You know, it was interesting. I was listening to um, them talking about the polls and and how people got it wrong and what you should know about polls. And I think this was on the Daily, the New York Times podcast, the Daily, I think it was. Um, and they were saying, you know, when look even looking at 2016, yes, they were saying 85% chance for Clinton, but there was still always that 15% chance. So that's the way probability works. Right, right, <laughs> so it's just right. that the 15 right. worked out. No, right. it's kind of like looking at the lottery. Somebody's going to win. You right. know, the odds are horrible, but for that one person who wins, they win. So there's still, you know, I think it's your race is the, the that race is really close. We are uh -huh. close. So Wait, I think uh, all the race. We're not close on 538. Okay. I, think I thought you were, though. I thought you were closer than 
I thought I just saw one where you were pretty close. No, no. Maybe well, we're, I think what we're going to get is people that, um, I think when they're polling, they're polling Democrats and Republicans. And I think when we get people that aren't either to come out, mm -hmm. I'm hoping that that's where we win. But you know what? I think it might be. And I'm very excited about a lot of races, you know, so. I am as well. And uh, Tracy, I wanted to ask you about, yeah. um, I think it was Pants Pantsuit Nation. You posted something. Um, was that, did where did you find something? Yeah, I was think that? I, I think I had like gone on their Facebook page and liked their Facebook page or something. I must have, I must have uh, indicated an interest, and then they started sending me Facebook Messenger uh, tasks, okay. like you know, are you going to vote? Yes. Well, will you share this with people on your list? And um, which is always, I, I hesitate to do that because people are inundated. And most of my friends yeah. around here don't agree with me politically, so they're tired of hearing it from me. <laughs> so I don't want to annoy people. So I cherry-picked a few people who would just roll their eyes and forget about it and people who agree with me and shared it. And they've done it a couple of times, asked me um, to either share that I'm voting and encourage other people to vote or donate money to the organization, which you don't have to do. Right. And I saw so that, I yeah, and I think, I think that was a great example of a, a get out the vote effort that, you know, Okay. I think that's, yeah, that's why I was, that's why I was, yeah, that's why I was comfortable doing it because it didn't yeah. really require you to uh, endorse a particular candidate or, or say a particular uh, point of view. It was just go out and vote. It's important to vote. It doesn't matter what point of view you are, you, it's your solemn obligation as a citizen here to participate in your government by casting your vote. Right. I think that reminds me, when you say that, it reminds me of listening to Oprah when she was campaigning for Stacey Abrams this week, saying that mm -hmm. if you don't vote, you are basically disrespecting all those who fought for that right to vote before, who came before you. And that's how I always think of it as well from um, the perspective yeah. of suffragettes and, and, and that sort of thing, but for, you know, or, or those in the civil rights movement, depending on, you know, what your ancestry is. Um, but it is, and I liked, she said something about, you know, your vote is your crown or something like that. So, go vote. Um, but I, it's, it, I think, I don't know if you've seen this as well, but, for me, like I feel like there has been an unbelievably stronger get out the vote effort this time right. around. Yes. Yes. Well, and you're From seeing the results of it, right? Yeah. I think you're seeing the result yeah. of it where you have, um, I just read an article that 18 to 29 year olds have, uh, um, I can't remember if they said registered or showed up for early voting in record numbers. I think it was early voting in record numbers in several states like Arizona, Tennessee, Texas, like 200%, 400% increase in participation. Yeah. Um, just the early voting numbers alone, I just saw on CNN, 27 million people have already voted. Yeah, the, the right. early voting numbers are blowing um, 2014 midterms out of the water as well as the 2016. 
right. election numbers from, from early voting. So I think that get out the vote effort, um, regardless of party, you know, is, is just overwhelming this year. And I think it's actually working really well. I think, um, I, I think a lot of it was due to social media. I think social media really took off because I remember um, uh, 2016 and 2014, remember all the celebrities would do those vote, like go vote, like commercials and they were, and they were cute. Yeah. And then they got parodied to like, you know, um, Mm -hmm. And I think we're not seeing as much of that and more just like on Facebook, everybody just, um, mm -hmm. and not, re not really saying who they were going to vote for, but just to vote. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I actually, uh, I saw something about, um, doing text canvassing. So I had signed up to do it, but then I couldn't get the app to work, but it was really an interesting app called Hustle, um, where you would essentially get a list uh, of people and it would give you a, basically a task to do. And it would, um, you'd start texting various people from this list, but I couldn't get it to work. But for me, for some reason, my app wasn't working, but I've gotten those messages. Um, I have and, and it's a real person. It's a real person. Yep, I was I thinking it was a lot of people, but it's actually a real person sending those messages. Um, and I thought oh. that was interesting as well. Um, so I think you're seeing a lot of different methods. Like you mentioned, social media, texting, um, the messenger, you know, Facebook messenger right. from, you know, tracing that. Um, I think you're seeing a lot of new methods that are that are working, plus the typical celebrity endorsement. I've seen a lot of those, too, and I just saw an article on Mashable, and I'll um, post that, that had a bunch of different videos for people, um, and some of them were the Parkland students, but then there was one that was President Obama, and they were all different get-out-the-vote from different perspectives, right. and they're all pretty good. So it was, Yeah. So in terms of um, candidates, I know besides your besides Josh, who else are you rooting for, Des and Tracy? Uh, definitely Stacey Abrams. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. I'm really rooting for Beto. Yeah, that's a long shot. <laughs> Beto's, Beto's long think, shot. You I think guess. Beto's? <laughs> I would agree. Uh, I'm rooting for I him too. I feel like he's a long shot. Well, and you know, again, it's it's one of those things. Again, with probability, anything can happen. Right. But and he's he's definitely gotten closer. But like Texas is a hard one to crack. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I think you know, stays close race, and it's and it could be that they um. You keep you keep like pausing. Am I losing it? Oh, am I losing it? Yeah, I I just got a message that my internet is unstable. So okay. hopefully you I keep won't lose it. Your race yeah. like an interference. In Florida, the governor's race. Yeah, the governor's race yeah, in I'm Florida is quite interesting. Yeah. I'm interested in that, yeah, I'm interested in that be, one too. That's the two polar opposites, really, from the extremes. Um, similar to Texas actually, I think. Um, you've got those two extremes and you've got the person who 
um, with DeSantis, who's literally, you know, using Trump as a backdrop for his ads. And then you've got, right. um, you've got uh, Andrew Gillum, who's very progressive. He's a Bernie Sanders progressive. So it's, that's going to be a fascinating result. But right now, Andrew Gillum is, is up, but it's a small margin. So it's within the margin of error. So we'll see what he happens. Just, he suspended his campaign today or yesterday. Um, I don't know for how long. And I'm wondering if taking himself offline for a couple of days is going to hurt him or help him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Why did he it was do the right um, thing to do? Because he's the mayor of the of Tallahassee. Um, Tallahassee, and that's where the yoga studio was shot up, oh, right? Right, 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 right. I totally, yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And so he he thought it was that's, appropriate that's to. That's actually know. very close. Yeah, and it was, it's close to FSU, um, Florida State University, and there's yeah. one faculty member and one student who was killed. So that's, oh. and, F, and Tallahassee is basically two things. Tallahassee is two things, FSU and the government, and that's it. So that's, right. that's pretty big. Impacts, when it impacts one of those, it's pretty big. So, You're right. Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, he had also taken some time off with the hurricane, um, as did Rick Scott. Yeah. So they've all kind of. I think I think he, Rick Scott, and Nelson all suspended their um, campaigns during the hurricane, yes. and DeSantis right. did not. So um, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it and is. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> um, how about in Connecticut, Tracy? What I know, you, I know you have Johanna Hayes there. What else? And uh, Hayes, she's yeah, she's not in my district, so I'm not really keeping that much track of her. Um, other than I just think she is just an awesome story about what's possible when you put your mind to something and you work hard and people, you know, give you a chance. And um, for sure, she 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 just, loves to teach people, help people, and she wants to continue doing that at the next level. So I wish her well. I think she would be uh, very good at it. Um, in my district, um, John Larson is my representative. He is, uh, you know, just kind of an old school cut from the same cloth as Tip O'Neill kind of politician. He doesn't rub anybody the wrong way. Um, well, I'm sure he does rub people the wrong way, but he's not um, – <laughs> He's not controversial, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't have yeah. issues, um, and sometimes he's he runs unopposed. And if there is somebody running against him, they aren't. They usually are not very visible. Actually, I just found out yesterday somebody is running against him, and I did not know that. <laughs> so, so I think making, that his not making too much noise. No, yeah. I think he's pretty assured. Same with Senator Murphy. Yeah. Um, he's he's another one of those good guys who really listens to people. He really wants to find out, you know, what what people are concerned about. He walks across the state every year. He comes wow. home in the summertime and he he walks from one side of the state to the other side of the state. Um, 
And I just think he's he's a good guy. And again, people disagree with him. Um, they don't like his stance on gun control, um, mm -hmm. among other among other things. But again, he's very popular. There is somebody running against him, but you don't hear very much noise out of him. So I'm assuming that um, he'll he'll be reelected handily. Yeah, from what I've understood, that that's a pretty solid race, and there yeah. isn't too much yep. concern on that flipping. Um, and he's been, I, I think since, you know, with Newtown, I mean, how could you not, it, as that senator, it, to me, it's like, that's a no-brainer to be exactly. the, gun, exactly. gun sense, the gun sense and gun safety person. Um, I, you, you know, know his, 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 his opponent ran an ad the other day on, uh, I heard it on the radio, and Joe and I just looked at each other like, I don't understand why that's a criticism. He criticized him for spending time in Washington and not being in the state. He's like, you know, huh. Chris Murphy lives most of the year in Washington. I'm like, duh, that's where his job is. And so will you, if you win the election, then you have to go to DC too. Like, I don't understand that criticism. I think it's, yeah, like I that. don't, and I don't know, I don't know for him how, you know, how much time, what, well, it sounds like, what you just said, like he walks across the state. So as long as in those off times, right. he's reaching out yeah. to constituents and he you does. Know, meeting he with them. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's, you he know, comes home, obviously he goes to events. Okay. So then, you know, okay. that's because there are so, those, there are those who end up in Washington and never come home. That's what we have. And they never, right. yeah. And they right. never do town halls and they never right. meet with, you know, right. their people. Right. And that's a whole different he's ball not, game. No, he's not one of them. When Newtown happened, he was there. He was comforting the families. He was at the services. He's, you know, he's very engaged. I think he's very engaged with his constituents. Um, and that issue mattered to him because it happened in his backyard. Those affected the people that he cares about. And he went to bat for them. Yeah. Right. It reminds me and he of. he still goes um, to bat for them. Yeah, so we did a couple of um, what unites. I did the a couple of the what you, what unites us posts this week. Yep. And one of them was the moms one. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And that included Lucy McBath, who whose son was killed um, in gun violence, and she became this proponent of gun safety and um, and you know gun gun control. And for that, it reminds me of the Chris Murphy. It's like when it affects you that much, um, so directly, how can you not, you know, stand on that? Um, right. And it's interesting to see if she, you know, what ends up happening. She's in Georgia 6th, I believe. And hmm. um, she was also, um, there was a, there was a uh, rally with President Obama this week, and she was part of that as well with Stacey Abrams. And um so that'll be interesting to see what kind of bump she got from that and how that goes um but she's a first time candidate there's so many first time candidates this year it's really interesting right. yeah to see that. um you know not just women there's a lot of women who are first time candidates but there's even you know like like josh is a good example right. there's a lot of men out there too a lot of veterans a lot of veterans um, a lot of veterans um who are first-time candidates who are just inspired by what's going on in the world that they just want to make a difference. Right. That's actually um, very encouraging. 
Right. It is. Because it, it, it could is. very easily go the other way for people to be so disgusted they want nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. I but think that you got people yeah, who are like, this is not working and I want to help. Right. And I see, I've been, you know, as I've, I've been re researching a lot of these candidates, you hear that story over and over and over again from the ones who are the challengers or the first time candidates or um, yep. what have you. And they all have that similar tie of, I just, you know, now is the time I had to do something. I had to yep. step up. And I think that's amazing. And they all have their own issues, you know, whether it's Lauren Underwood, who's a nurse and, and healthcare is her thing or Lucy McBath with the, um, with the gun control, um, you know, they all have their, their different kind of takes, but it's all been spurred on by the past couple of years and just knowing that, okay, this isn't working and what can I do to change it? And I think I that's part of what was in our way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I did notice as I was going through the profiles of some of the candidates that we highlighted early on that the, there was a consistent theme and I think it was also one mm -hmm. of our, you know, ideal candidate bullet points was somebody who's just willing to roll their sleeves up and dig in and yeah. work hard regardless of what side of the issue people are on just work together and solve a problem yeah and there's there's been studies where um women are more likely to do that they're more likely to reach across the aisle they're more likely to try to find bipartisan solutions to basically just how can I solve this problem and let's how right. can I and who do I need to work with to solve this problem rather than getting That's so it. stuck in the partisanship of it so right because it's it's less of a competition and more of a we all win when right. we solve the problem exactly that doesn't surprise me <laughs> yeah it's the win, win yeah you're you're d dead on it's the win-win it's the let's right. just we don't need you know, and I, I see this in work at work a lot is that, you know, I don't, I don't need the credit for whatever it is. I just need whatever this is to be solved. Right. Right. I don't need the credit for solving it. <laughs> so, right. And I think that yep. um, hopefully if we can, and that's why I think it's important to look at that from a perspective of, um, you know, getting those Republican women and democratic women in there um, because, you know, getting people to work more together is going to be helpful to us all. And, and just start focusing on, you know, the win isn't the wide one. The win is I solved whatever issue this is in this problem. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Redes redefining the win. Right. Um, and That's I think right. we hear that a lot, unfortunately, from our president, that his win uh, means that there's somebody who lost. And, and right. for me, a win is that everybody wins. And right. that everybody right that something gets solved, that something is better, that something is good in the world rather than somebody lost. I don't need to, I don't need to win and somebody has to lose. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So that's what I'm hoping for. Especially, from, especially when you're from talking about half the country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, unfortunately on Tuesday, somebody's going to lose. <laughs> but that's true. I, it happens I every couple of years. Yeah, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, I'd love to see a lot of these women that I've had the pleasure of researching and that we've had the chance to endorse and highlight. I hope that a lot of them win, and I hope that those who don't try again. 
Right. Um, right. You know. Or or and find another way to stay job. engaged. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Find another position. Find another. Uh, you know. Find another office to run for, or try again in two years, or six. You know, however long it is, depending on the position. Yeah. Will we after yep. Tuesday, like you know, do some kind of congratulations post to as many? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's yes for sure, and that's what I hope to do. Also, is regardless of. Um, it's harder to reach out to people who've lost, but I'd like to try to reach out to as many as possible and see if we can talk to them and do right. an interview with them and just say, you know, what, you know, so what I'd love to is, you know, getting questions from everybody, you guys and anybody listening to this, who, what do you want to know from these candidates? You know, my thoughts were, you know, what's their first, um, what's the first thing on their agenda? What's the first thing they're going to do right. when they get to Washington? Um, you know, what's, what did they learn from this experience for those who are first time candidates? Um, what would mm -hmm. they tell somebody else who's thinking about running? Um, right. you know, and if anybody, you know, if we do get a chance to talk with somebody who maybe didn't, didn't win this time around, you know, are they going to run again? What did they learn from it? Um, do they have any regrets? You right. know, what could they have done? Differently? And it may be that they have no regrets. You know, they may have, it may be the experience itself that was that was great. Um, Angie Craig is an interesting candidate of, out of Minnesota. Uh, I think it's Minnesota second. Oh, I like her. Um, yeah, and she she's I she like ran. Her. She ran two years ago and lost, and she ran again. So it'll be interesting. Right, 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 right. Yes, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if that loss helped her right. win this time. You right. know, what what did she learn from that? Right. Um, because I did listen to an interview with her and talking about that she did take a lot of that experience and try to learn from it. So, right. um, you know, Good so many fantastic candidates that I'm, I'm just rooting for them all. I hope we can get as many in there as possible. Cause it would, you know, if the more of these new fresh, you know, challengers that get in there, the, the more we can actually change the whole dynamic. Right. And that could, really fantastic for the country what is the percentage right now that we are at like 21 percent of women 19.6 yeah. okay so like if we move that even a little bit that has to be a there's a, yeah absolutely right um i think the max based on who's running because there are some some offices where we have two women running against right. each other I think it's like 25% is the most we can get to this, this one. So, okay. which is sad <laughs> in a lot of ways, right. but it is you know, really sad. it really is sad. Um, but at the same rate, you know, if, if the, if the, you know, if, if the percentage goes up, I'm, I'll be, you know, it, it's right. better than not. So, right. yeah. Um, but you know, you do have those, you have some where there's just no women running. Right. Um, and then that's some where you have two women running. Right. So you're going to have a win. It's a win-win, but you're going to lose mm -hmm. one in the process. So, so it'll be interesting. It'll be, an, be a big it'll, be, it'll be an interesting night. And we're trying to figure out how to go to like uh, the election night party, but like it goes late because, you know, yeah. you may not get answers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're still trying to fig figure that out. And how long are we going to stay? How do they do your ballots? 
Do you do you scan it? I mean, how do your how are New Jersey ballots done? Um, did you watch Did you watch Bill Maher Friday night? Do you watch Bill Maher ever? No. <laughs> he does this. He does this really funny skit about how. Uh, well, it's like 1974. You oh go God. and find a book that's from like Hogwarts. And nobody really asks you for your, your ID. I've always found this really interesting. Um, huh. you, sign, you sign your name and you go into the voting booth and you press the buttons and you walk out. So it's, it's actual buttons. Oh, wow. Are we talking hanging chads and such? Um, <laughs> I don't know that there's chads, but there's like a button. <laughs> red, the red lights come on and then you press a big red button and you literally feel like you're about to play Space Invaders. Or, I mean, it's like really... It's really, um, you, you're just sitting in there going, I cannot believe this is how we're still doing it. Um, so I'm trying to, so I'm wondering how quickly things get tallied, I guess, is my question. I mean, is it, is it electronic I, in any way or is it electronic? I mean, it might as well, it might as well be like speak and spell or whatever we were playing in the eighties. It's like, it's, I have, it, you don't even know that it's like attached I don't even know if it's like attached to the internet. Who knows? It's okay. really bizarre. no. It's probably got a counter. It's probably got a counter at the back that they add up at the end of the night. That's exactly oh, what okay. it probably is. Yeah. And then they probably yeah. Use, so they probably have to take each booth and then right. do some kind of okay. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Because in Florida, in Florida, it's you know it's it's basically like a scantron. You know, like a you're. Okay. You have a, you know a pen to color in an oval, and then you scan it into a machine, and then it's put in you know, it's that's quickly what we calculated. Have. How yeah, that's what we have. How do you show that you are you? We have to show ID. We have to show. Have to show we have to show a license. Yeah, yeah. you show a, a photo ID, a photo ID, or you can uh, bring a voter registration card. Yeah. yeah. Nobody ever asks me that. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, part of me wants to tape myself doing it on Tuesday, but I don't think you can. Um, yeah, no, you I don't think you're allowed to record. Yeah. But I, I, um, I, I don't really remember people asking for ID and I always find it weird, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do. And I just do it quickly. We'll see. We'll see on Tuesday. Pay, pay attention this time. Yeah. I'll be curious to hear if they, or if any process has changed. Um, it's really, uh, the other thing I'm really looking forward to on Tuesday is hearing how we have so many amendments from for, in Florida on our ballot this year, and some of them are really interesting, like the um, felons getting their voting right. Uh, right back. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing how that works out, because I did just listen to a podcast this morning from NPR. And uh, it was about the process in Florida for current process for getting your civil rights back, and it is insane. They wow. wait ten oh, years; the, they the, have. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and none. And the governor, none of them get it. governor has all the authority. Yes, the governor. And, yeah, the governor has all the authority, and he made it a million times harder. Rick Scott made it much harder than the previous governor. Yep. Um, and so it's after hearing that, even I had already voted on that issue. That was the one that I was, you know, positive on. Um, 
it, 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 hearing that again, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was definitely the right decision. This, no one should have to go through this to get their voting rights back after they've paid their debt to society. Right. Exactly. Um, my, my, my thought about that is just that, um, you know, you marginalize them. And what, yeah. what incentive do they have to become productive members of society after that? Right. Yeah. And, or they are, you know, they are productive members of society. So they're, they're now, I just, you know, I just mean as far as the recidivism rate and, you know, their oh, sure. sense of self-worth and the likelihood of them returning to a life of crime or anything like, you know, if right. they've paid their debt to society, then they don't need to be marginalized anymore. No, no. And it's, and it's interesting to see the stories of some of these people who have been trying to get their rights back for so long and they're, they're great citizens. They're paying their taxes. They're working hard. They're great parts of the community. They made a mistake 20 years ago and they still don't have yep. their voting back. It's crazy. Um, and it's mm -hmm. part of this whole trend of all these different um, methods of, you know, voter purge and all these things. And it's like, you know, if you have to suppress someone else's rights just to try and win, that's insane. Right, right, right. Um, you know, come up with a better idea and just try and get them to vote for you. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Let's, let's just tell us what stop. your ideas are. Yeah. Stop cheating. It's <laughs> not a good way. I don't, I don't, exactly. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, so I'm looking forward to Tuesday and hopefully we can catch up. Um, you know, if not that day, then soon after and see how everything came out. And right. I'm actually looking forward to the, to this election night a heck of a lot more than two years ago. Um, and I was, I was pretty in that night, but I was, you know, like, I feel like this is, I'm just feeling so positive that I, I really hope right. it goes that way. I think, so. I think it's, I think that's really interesting how um, in the bag we thought everything was two years ago. I know. Um, I, know. I was yeah. hearing yeah. someone at church that um, uh, we had, my brother-in-law was, telling us he was going to get us tickets to go to the inauguration. And oh, we, had, wow. we had said, you know, like, don't worry about it. Cause we'll have to take off two days of work and school and, you know, don't worry about it. We're not, we're not going to come down from the, and it's always freezing cold. I was like, don't worry about it. And then we were making dinner that night at the election. I said to my husband, I'm like, what are we idiots? We got to go down to the election or at least like, let's get two tickets and I'll take Catherine. This is, this is history. So we're making dinner and now we're like, okay, let's, let's call my brother-in-law. Let's tell him really, we want those, we want a couple tickets and, um, and <laughs> like eating dinner, like, okay, we're going to the inauguration. <laughs> and like maybe two hours later, we're like, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, uh, that was definitely an interesting, um, and you know what? So I'm taking Tuesday off. And the funny thing was we were saying at work on Friday that we should have, a lot of us probably should have taken Wednesday off. Wednesday was a really, really hard day to, yeah, to, to <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I don't really know, I so guess I was, I'm sick. I was on the same cruise, different ship, uh, two years ago. So yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was listening to the returns on CNN International because that was all oh, the only wow. thing I had. Um, so it was really interesting to not have the usual commentary and the usual commentators right. that I normally would. Um, 
and it and it was yeah I just remember that that feeling of like what is what is going on right now right and talking to some of my students um the next day and some of them were just devastated um and it was really interesting so uh, they are a lot some of them are clued in this time I think because we have such a big governor's race and because I also give extra credit in my class okay if they vote um and they have to tell me who they voted for they just have to show me that their little i voted sticker or they're outside of their absentee ballot um and then they get extra credit so uh it'll be interesting to see you know if anyone's paying attention um to this one i don't think they will be as closely um especially because they're you know they're having fun on a cruise but uh it'll be it'll be interesting to talk to them the next day i did ask today who had voted at my little table at dinner and only three of the eight had voted before they left yeah. so i was a little disappointed right, well, uh, yeah we had a little snafu with absentee ballots here in our house uh, yeah, i know it's, it's challenging to get right. i will say i know they're doing better this year but it is challenging to get college students to vote so well, we we started the process a couple weeks ago and the mail never made it to him. And in the meantime, uh, he had his he had his computer stolen and that just sidetracked right. him and distracted him. And by the time we got over the computer being, you know, stolen and replaced and, you know, he had midterms and papers and stuff that week. I said, did you ever send that thing in? Oh, no, I forgot. And then he went looking for it and the mail never got to him. He's like, it's not in my mailbox. Uh, so n now yeah. we just don't have time. I said, your only choice is to get on a train and come home from New York. And he's like, I have yeah. class. I don't think I'll have time. So I'm like, well, you'll have to do it a Lesson little sooner learned. next time. Right. Well, he might learned. register in New York next year. Next year, he said, I'll yeah. register in New York and vote here. Yeah, he could just do that. Um, and that just goes to, I think every single um, state should have early voting as well. Right. Absolutely. It's crazy that you guys don't have early voting because it makes such, it just gives you so many more options because he was right. home. If you had had early voting, he could have voted then. Right. You know? He could have. So, yep. Yep. That is true. So just, yep. So that's just unfortunate that um, I think it makes a huge difference. It just gives so much more options to, right. to people. And it's not that difficult to well, do. So. Or have it be a holiday so that people have the day yes. off and they have all the time to get yeah. there on that on that day. Right. Yeah. But even when you have a holiday, mm -hmm. there's always people who still have to work. You know? So right. yeah. yes, true. people have it off. And I think it's still a great thing to do. But you still have like, for example, people in hospitality. Right. So that's yeah. what I teach you. Yep. They're always hotels are gonna still be open, restaurants are still gonna be open. So yeah, they're not necessarily going to have that day off. So if you give that week-long period, at mm -hmm. some point, one of those days they're going to be off. Right. You know, so it just much more, much more flexibility. Yep. Anyway, all right. All right. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Um. So all we'll right, touch base. That. Good luck to uh, any last-minute campaigning and deaths. I'll be looking forward to hearing how your day goes. I'll keep in touch on Tuesday. And, uh, Good night, everyone. Good luck with your brothers. Right. Bye, guys. Bye. -bye.